everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hi, Effort of Community Church. It's me, Jim Ehrman, teaching pastor, and I am absolutely excited that Jamie Redkay is with me today. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Oh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Jamie Mm -hmm. has kicked off our uh, Advent series leading up to Christmas and has chosen a great topic of Emmanuel, God with us. But before we get there, Jamie, tell me a little bit about your family and how you ended up getting to ECC. Sorry, I guess I should have pre-gamed that with you, huh? Yeah, Tell me about your family and how you landed here. We can go with the flow. Um, We have, I'm married to Jed Redkay. Yeah. uh, And we have three children. We have three boys. We like to refer to them as the Rowdy Red Case. Yes. And I've seen this in some of your your own podcasts and stuff. Oh, yeah. Blogs. They have uh, rightly earned that title, worked hard to earn it. And so we have three of them, three boys, Simeon, Titus, and Ezra. They're all very involved here at church. Probably mm. seen them around here. Titus likes to walk around with the Bible on his head. <laughs> uh, Ezra is the one that's delivering coffees in the cafe. So probably many have seen him. I have a little blondie that. in there. <laughs> And um, Simeon is on youth worship team, involved in the youth group and things there. Mm. So uh, we ended up here because really we were drawn to wanting a youth group for yeah. our boys. They were getting to that age where they needed community. Mm. We homeschool, yep, and we wanted them to have a larger church community where they had friends. So, yeah. so ECC um, provided that. We came to visit, and it's a drive for us. We actually don't live near here. Really? How yeah. far of a drive? And we are 35 minutes away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was early morning this morning to yeah. get here. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so we, it's worth the drive because they are loving it here. They are growing spiritually, being challenged spiritually and, um, building friendships that encourage them in their faith. So it's just priceless. It's worth, uh, no, it's worth, it's worth so the much, gas money. It? Now I'm going to ask you like when they're in their teenage years and they're going to every youth group event there is, we we'll decide if you're still thrilled. Oh no, you are in that this space. Last week we were here every day except for Saturday last week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're here a lot. Well, we're thrilled to have you. I mean, as a family, if you haven't gotten to know the Red Case, I highly recommend it. But um, I'm particularly thrilled that you've gotten invited to share to the whole community because you do carry a gift of, um, I've been able to witness it, seeing some of the work that you've done um, of uh, not just having spiritual truths, but also understanding the human heart and how God gets truths into people. And so I want to talk a little bit about why did you choose the topic, Emmanuel, God with us? Like what, you were allowed to speak on anything. I don't want to remind you that. This is the time of year where Kevin invites different people he thinks who are carrying a message within them. You know, Barry was supposed to be last week. Some family issues came up. Kevin jumped in. Next week we have Joel Bomberger. You were placed in there. So you're carrying something, right? Why that topic when you could have picked anything? Well, um, he said finances, and I was like, no, that won't be it. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I, I took time to pray. When he invited me, it was, a, um, it was for me, it was a big step out of my comfort zone yeah. because this is a, it's my church community, but it's a bigger group than I usually minister to. Mm-hmm. And so it took me more than a minute to pray mm-hmm. through that. And so I just said, Lord, what do I say? And because at first I was like, well, I'm not sure I could say yes to this. And my husband was like, you're going to oh, pray yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah, if I would have found out you were <laughs> you're gonna deliberating, I would have been the voice of the Holy Spirit for you. <laughs> and so I spent some time praying, and and the Lord really just started to give me a few words. And mm. so that, the first words that I felt like he was saying was, uh, tell them I see you. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm with them. And so I just 
I went for it. Then the next thing that I felt like he said was, uh, he kept bringing to my mind was the words Hagar. Mm -hmm. So I started studying that story. And at first I was like, oh, Hagar, that feels like an awkward story. I don't really want to do that. And and so I ignored that for just a little bit, actually, transparently, and just kept thinking, well, God has given me a word, so I know I'm supposed to say yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share. God sees us. He's with us, which is a huge part of my message and heart in the things I write and online. But as I opened the story and read Hagar mm-hmm. finally, and I got towards the end and Hagar says, you are the God who sees me. That's right. like, oh my word, that's why. That's yeah. why God led me to that story. And so I knew that's what the message was going to be. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I have so many. Just hearing you gets me so excited. I'm, uh, two things come to mind. Maybe I'll split them up. First one is um, many people have heard me share that the first 30 names of God in the Bible, he never gives us his name. He mm-hmm. actually people name God because mm-hmm. of something they experienced in God. They're almost all verbs. And and her famous one, El Roy, the God who sees me, mm-hmm. um, he ends up using that six more times for himself throughout the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, in our English Bibles, we translate it as God or something like that. Mm-hmm. But just the intimacy of like, she identified a character trait in God that God said, you're right, and I'm going to make sure I, as I ask others to do things, I remind them I'm the God who sees them. And so mm-hmm. I just, I really appreciate that as I look at your message, you know, just your movement through people who are facing adversity and mm-hmm. just simply knowing they're seen is one of the most powerful, not just even delivered all the time immediately, right? Hagar right. still had to go back and serve, you know, had all these things going on, but just to know you're seen in the midst of your struggle, such a huge thing. It's huge, and I hear that so often from people that I minister to. The big Mm. question that just constantly comes up is, but why? Why did God let this happen, and and where is God in this, in the midst of Mm. this tragedy or this loss? And it's just a consistent theme that Mm -hmm. I hear and that that believers wrestle with. And sometimes, you know, people walk away from the Lord with that, and so it's so much my heart to say, God is with you. Like, He doesn't mm-hmm. prevent these things from happening in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the Bible actually tells us we're going to have, we're going to suffer. There's going to be challenges, but we can trust in God who has already overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And, and He will be with us in these storms. Mm-hmm. And so that's my heart is to just keep bringing that to the forefront when I talk with people. Oh, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I mean, many of you know that I was involved in human, anti-human trafficking. It's not good to say you were involved in human trafficking work, <laughs> things I've learned. I was involved in anti-human trafficking, and we were on what's called the trauma recovery end of that mm-hmm. work. You know, you can have the intervention, you can have the prevention. We took children that had gone through horrific things, and we put them in safe homes. They, we, had that, we had them throughout the world, and, um, and it was interesting that um, one of the first things that the children arrived to in our safe homes was a clubhouse. We purposely Hmm. built a treehouse because we learned that they have gone through such traumatic stuff that they've lost their innocence in their childhood. But there's something about treehouses and trampolines that make us all kids again, right? (laughs) For sure. And trust me, for a middle-aged guy, I know that I still think I have what it takes on a trampoline. It's a dumb decision, right? (laughs) But all that to say, you put a child back in a treehouse, and something starts to imagine. And then you use something called art therapy. So you mm. have to draw out their pain through their actual abilities to draw, et cetera. But one of the first foundational ideas we try to reinsert, in other words, if those are activities to get a child to open up again and even be available, one of the very first things that we end up working on is the fact that you were seen even in the midst of what was going on. Because yeah. if, if they completely detach from their previous experience, it, it's, it, it can create something called some personality, certain dis- personality disorders. So you have to let them know 
that what they experienced was legitimate, real, will mm-hmm. somehow in the future make them even stronger. But the first key thing is you were seen in the midst of the difficulty. Yeah, and huge. that's sometimes all we're given. Like even Jesus in the boat, right? I'm asleep in the boat. I'm present. That's mm-hmm. what you need, even if the storm's still going on around you. Yeah, that's right. So I just think that's a wonderful theme that you're bringing home. You also use Joseph as an example. Why'd mm-hmm. you choose him? Um, well, because that ties in the theme of, I mean, Joseph is feeling betrayed. Joseph yeah. is confused. Yeah. and Family abandons. I mean, there's so much stuff there so for much. those of us with family system dynamic issues, right? Yeah, and but then it's, but then God brings to, because it's Joseph, Mary and Joseph, yeah. And so for God to bring um, to Joseph and say, yes, your fiance's pregnant, but it's this is God's son, and you're going to raise him. And then he says, name him, Emmanuel, right. God is with us. And that is, it's part of who he is. It's his name, mm-hmm. and it's just this reminder that that God will never leave us. Yeah. He'll always be with us. Love it, mm-hmm. love it. Got to have to say this yeah. good stuff. Um, yeah. uh, if you... Uh, uh, if you could have now, this is a question I should have probably prepped you for. Oh boy! <laughs> like, like when you're when you're putting a message together, you have to trim down and pick the stories that are most like. If I you could, if you could have added Hours one, what editing. would you what would you have added that you had to cut out? So many stories. I'm a story person, yeah. so and I'm a word person. So there were a lot of words. You know, my initial notes there were a lot of words, but I because I shared some of them with you, but. Yeah. I had to trim so much out and because I wanted to be respectful of that time frame that I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, other just personal stories, this journey of like stepping out and saying, okay, I'm going to share this message. And um, God has then given me so many opportunities to remind me, remind me that he sees me. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not something I felt like I've really ever struggled with. I've walked many grief journeys, mm-hmm. but I have always had this sense that God was mm-hmm. with me through it mm-hmm. and since I was a young girl. Um, but in this last month, so many times God has reminded me of that. So one would be um, I was meeting with Lydia Nyman. She's mm-hmm. been mentoring me. She's mm-hmm. a wonderful woman of God. And she, yes. I was waiting to meet with her at a coffee shop. And I'm sitting on a couch, and this young lady walks over to me, and she says, hey, can I share something with you? And I, I don't know her at all. And then she kind of dances this little, like, awkward of, like, she has a word from the Lord for me but doesn't know if I'm a believer or if I'm going to accept that or whatever. And um, it was so sweet watching her go through this. But then she sits and she says, as soon as I walked through the door, God said to me, she brings me so much joy. Mm. And I just, my eyes filled with tears (laughs) because no one has ever done that before. A stranger just showed up and said, I have a word for you. And she said, but I got in line to get my coffee and I just kept hearing him say, Tell her she brings me joy. And I was there preparing for this message. And I was sitting with Lydia to share what was on my heart and ask her advice. And, um, and so I was studying and preparing. And so for God to see me mm-hmm. in the midst of preparing for a message about that God sees you was just this extra little hug yeah. in the midst of it. And then on top of that, um, my youngest son had an experience where he was heard the voice of the Lord for the first mm-hmm. time, like directly knew it was God speaking to mm-hmm. him. Ezra, he's eight, the one that works in the cafe. Mm-hmm. He, We were with uh, Activate, YWAM Activate, yep, Joel Baumberger yep, yep, was sharing, yep. and and they were asking if people needed prayer for anything, and he was having a lot of pain in his ears. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like a swimmerier thing from the beach. Anyways, it had been bothering him for a while, and so he raised his hand for prayer. And God touched it and just and healed his ears and took all the pain away. Oh, that's wonderful. And so while he's sitting, I said, you know, um, why don't you talk to Jesus and see if he has anything mm-hmm. else he wants to say to you? Mm-hmm. And um, 
And so he sits down and I look at him. We're just still worshiping and praying. I look down Mm -hmm. and he's just like shaking his head and he has tears just running Mm -hmm. down his cheeks. So I sat with him. I said, Ezra, what's going on? And he said, I heard Jesus. He spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what did he say? Um, I said to him, Jesus, there's just so much I want to tell you. Mm -hmm. And I heard him say, tell me everything. Mm -hmm. And and Ezra just filled with tears. And he was like, he heard me and he spoke to me. Mm. He sees me right now. And so I said, well, tell him everything. And he just was like going at it. <laughs> oh, man. And if anyone knows well, Ezra, they know he has no shortage of words. <laughs> and so this was especially special to him because people tend to like, okay, Ezra, let's talk more later because mm-hmm. he just talks and talks. And um, and Jesus was like, hey, I've got all the time in the world. That's tell right. me everything. That's right. And I, I just want to say something that I, I, I'm receiving from you as we speak and as I have a chance to understand your message. Um, mm-hmm. I sometimes think that those of us who have grown up in the evangelical stream of the church, particularly charismatic evangelical stream, is mm-hmm. we've been discipled to really believe that we're on mission for God, that we're sons and daughters of live a God, and it comes with an authority to go mm-hmm. do, to be able to uh, see uh, the blind see, the, the, the lame walk, um, the deaf hear, mm-hmm. um, uh, metaphorically and literally. You know, that we get this deep sense of mission. Um, but I sometimes pause and think that Revelations around like I just want you to know that I see you are are considerably more intimate and personal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they have to do with what I call the the sustainability for the mission, because mm-hmm. it's really easy to identify with this sense of mission that we have, particularly a great church like ours, where mm-hmm. we're not only um in in general healthy and resourced, etc. We can do a lot of amazing mission, but one thing about your message, and I love where it's placed as we go into Advent. It reminds us that even in the moments where we don't see God at work, even mm-hmm. in the moments where it's everything we believed isn't coming together, His promise is, I am still present. I right. see you. I am with you in those moments. And I want to speak that into this season mm-hmm. as well. Like The beauty of the word Advent is coming or waiting. Many, yeah. many streams of the church celebrate it as, this is the time where we sit in our disappointments or our broken dreams or how we thought it was going to be but wasn't. And we're reminded he is aware and he's coming. So mm-hmm. what an encouraging word, yeah, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely the heart of the Father. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Thrilled yeah. about it. And mm-hmm. uh, I just want to say glad you are among us, you thank and your you. family. You know, thank it's an you. absolute wonderful gift. We love so um, be, 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 um, be available to what God's doing among us this Advent season as we lead up. I want to highlight two services for sure. We do now a service of remembrance. Check it out on our events page. It's for those of us who have had loss this year. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that's not just loss and maybe a loved one, but it it can be a year where the way you thought things were going to be weren't. Um, And it's really interesting. We've structured that service to sit in this waiting or this lament. I mean, I just, you know, about a third of David's Psalms don't have happy endings. They have the lament, but yet the trust that God will one day, I would have fainted if I didn't believe I would see future tense, the hand of the Lord in the land of the living. Uh, Come with us and spend time at that service of remembrance, just even mourning what wasn't this year and seeing what Mm -hmm. God does in our midst. And then, of course, we want to make sure that you um, feel welcome to be a part of our Christmas Eve services on the 23rd and 24th and bring friends out. Jamie, any final words? God is with you. God sees you. (laughs) Good words. Good words. Thank you for being with us. Love you, church. Yep. And uh, have yourself a wonderful week, and we hope to see you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. 
and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortacommunitychurch.com.